This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Well, hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. And ladies, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I mean, we're living through this pandemic and it's so bizarre in so many ways. And I just want to talk about that for a moment here. There's so much happening and there's constant change going on. But at the same time, we're experiencing that constant change. We're in this complete state of powerlessness, of just living with the unknown. And there's no structure and there's no time and everything's closed. And it's easy to lose track of where we're at. Even though I record these podcasts weekly, I literally feel like I hadn't said something in so long because I feel like so much has changed that I had to check and I thought, oh my God, did I, did I not release my podcast in time? It felt so weird because this social distancing and this isolation is very distancing. You know, it's a, it's a strange experience. So today we're going to talk about how to take care of ourselves and I'm going to address a couple of really important issues with respect to what's happening right now. You know, it's really a fascinating thing because over the course of my life, I'm not seeing sad things and crazy things and natural disasters and a lot of things that have happened that we've borne witness to as people living on this planet, right? But this is the first time that we're experiencing the same thing all across the world. Every one of us on this planet is having the same experience. And that's just a wild thing to think about. It's a huge, impactful experience. And obviously, it's having a tremendous impact on a lot of people, not just those who are getting infected and who are sick right now, which are growing by the day, but on those of us trying not to get sick and on those of us continuing to try to navigate our lives as best as we can. However, with respect to us as breast cancer survivors, I see a few really unique parallels between what we're going through now with this pandemic and what we've been through in breast cancer treatment. And I know right now there are a lot of survivors out there and maybe you listening right now who know you do have a compromised immune system and that's a big concern for you. So I want to make sure that we address all of these things in today's show. So today I'll talk about the science behind what actually happens to us with when we go through breast cancer and breast cancer treatment and how it impacts our immunity. But I'm also going to talk about intuitively and through your life experience since cancer treatment, understanding how you feel and being in touch with your own immune system. 
because I know that it's important that we're able to really be in touch with our own bodies, how our bodies function, and of course, listen to the science, hear what the studies say, but realize that if you were not in that study, then they weren't studying you. So you need to understand and be able to really get in touch with how you might react to things. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. So let's talk for a minute about the similarities between cancer treatment and living in a pandemic. You know, last November, I did a show with a few other cancer survivors. And since then, we've kept in touch. And during this quarantine, there's been a group text going on, going around. And the other day, one of the guys in this group is really funny. And he created a meme that was cracking me up because the meme is basically someone who'd been through cancer and now they're going through a pandemic. And he's just kind of looking out at everybody else with this quizzical look on his face. And the subtitle says, first time with a question mark. And you know what? It's true. And it was especially funny because at the time when I received this meme, I had had several conversations that very day with other breast cancer survivors who were telling me they were having anxiety because this situation is reminding them of when they were in treatment. And as I said earlier, if you're still in treatment, you're really getting a double whammy right now because you are living in the unknown on multiple fronts. And that's the most uncomfortable place to be for just about every human being. It takes time to settle into that space and to be able to be present in that space. And you have to intentionally decide to stop running scenarios of what might be coming because you have no idea and decide to just do the best you can right here, right now to get through this shit and get back to life. That's how we're all living now. We have no guarantees. Some of you are working from home. Some people have lost their jobs. Some have had to close their businesses. Strange, scary times that flipped on us so fast, we did not even have time to think about it. I sound like a bunch of cancer parallels again. So where I live, I have a balcony that overlooks a walkway and a lot of people stroll by here. So I can overhear a lot of conversations throughout the day as I'm sitting here working from my computer by my sliding glass door. And often what I hear is first a little bit of fear or marveling at what a bizarre experience going through a pandemic is, but it's almost immediately followed in every conversation that I've overheard. Who knows who's listening? Be careful what you say, people. <laughs> but it's followed by, it'll get better. It's only temporary. It's all going to go back to normal. It's just a matter of time. And I think that's really cool. How resilient people can be is a very good thing. And the truth is that we know whatever is coming, when the shelter's in place or the quarantines get lifted, we'll figure things out and we'll move forward. I love listening to that and hearing how people believe and realize that life is always evolving and changing and this will change as well. What I also hear people saying is, isn't this kind of nice though? Isn't it kind of cool that you really don't have to be anywhere and we can get to chill out for a while? It's kind of nice to just sit here and enjoy the quiet. It's kind of nice to be able to slow down. And who has all the damn toilet paper? <laughs> but seriously, and who does have all the damn toilet paper? <laughs> but I love hearing that perspective too. I love hearing that 
you know, this initial freak out phase is beginning to pass. And even though we're shut down across the world more and more every day, we're also moving into this place where it's settling a little bit. We're beginning to notice the beauty in becoming a little more present and realizing that living in the moment, being here, being present, because you can't be anywhere else for most of us. It's helping us to realize that there is peace in that. Still, it's not always easy though. Our minds are always future forecasting. They're always, they're predicting machines. That's what they do. They're always thinking about what happened, what's going to happen. And very rarely do we find ourselves in a situation where we're told, stay right there. Don't do anything. And it's especially difficult when there's a lot of fearful news and potential stressors that are fueling that situation. But I'm going to say it again. You are listening to me. You've been there. You know how to navigate this. Looming stressors, financial impact, isolation, fear, sheltering in place. You know that your mind and the thoughts you choose to go with right now will decide how your experience in this crisis will be because you've had to make those choices already. You may be making them right now on multiple fronts. So I want to give you a couple of tips on managing the current situation, and then we'll jump into talking about immunity specifically. So number one, use this time to do the things that will set you up for success and a healthier lifestyle once the world starts revolving again. Don't just get up, roll out onto the couch, and start watching Netflix. Actually, determine a time for movie or TV watching. And commit to yourself to do intentional things that serve you and support your health outside that time. I love a post I saw on Instagram the other day for people who have children. And it said, if you're feeling guilty for your kids watching too much TV, turn off the volume, turn on the subtitles, and bam, you've got them reading. So if you have children who are of reading age, that might be a helpful tip for you because that will help eliminate a distraction of the sound of the TV going on around you all the time. Tip number two, keep some structure to your day. Get up and shower and you can still put on cozy clothes or yoga pants, but feel good about yourself. Feel clean, feel refreshed, feel like you started your day. We need to have purpose in our lives. And when we get up and we get cleaned and we dress ourselves as if we have somewhere to go, we may be more intentional throughout our day. You might find yourself more motivated to clean out the closet or go to the drawers or start up a craft with the kids and just wash that lethargy off of everybody. It's a very important thing to do. I know for myself and for many people I know who work from home, it makes a very big difference when you start your day washed, dressed, refreshed, and ready to go, as opposed to the days when you stay in your jammies and you keep the sleep on you and you have a tendency to just start feeling kind of gross by the end of the day. And that might be a treat now and then, but as a regular habit and a routine, and especially when there are so many stressors around you right now, it's important to do the things to keep you feeling light and keep you feeling purposeful. It's just like 
having a specific time for the television. We want to have certain boundaries in life that help your brain to function better. If we do things orderly and we keep structure and we stick to similar bedtimes and wake times, that's what happens. The human brain likes structure, productivity, likes seeing that clutter has been cleaned up and spaces are clear, and feeling productive and accomplished at the end of the day. Number three, this may seem like a little bit of spring break at the refrigerator, meaning that you have this vacation mentality. So I'm just going to have that because, hey, I'm on lockdown. You know, I'll I'll just eat that and I'll get back to my regular eating whenever we get to come out. But in truth, this is actually a really good time to get your diet in check. It's an excellent time to begin practicing mindful eating because you do have a little bit more time to sit down and really pay attention to what you're putting in your body. You may not have it to be traveling. If you're still working your regular job, then that wouldn't apply. But if you're working from home, you're not having to worry about getting up and navigating through traffic. So take this time. It's really an excellent time to get things in order in your kitchen. Why not try a new plant-based recipe? The internet is abounding with recipes. So look for ways to incorporate more vegetables and plant-based items into your life. When there's already stress around us and we're not feeling productive and functional and we're eating crappy, we're creating a huge potential for lethargy, which is a slippery slope to depression and just feeling overall gross. In addition to that, long-term stress can impact your immune system by lowering your lymphocyte levels. And these are the cells that help you fight off viruses. So this is a time to pay attention and maybe get yourself set up on a food prep routine or even do a refrigerator and kitchen cupboard audit. Get your food supply cleaned out so that when you go to the fridge, it's offering you things that serve your body and not undermine it. Number four, definitely keep moving your body. This is the time to take 20 or 30 minutes for yourself and just do some nice gentle yoga take extra walks or go for runs. Check out all of the free workouts that are online. I see things from Orange Theory, Core Power Yoga, different personal trainers, dance instructors, all kinds of people are reaching out to support their communities by posting free work at home workouts. And this is a great time to take advantage of them and maybe find something that you enjoy doing. So do a little bit of Googling Try something new and fun to keep your blood flowing today. And since we're about to talk specifically about immunity, I want to point out that the previous four tips are not just to keep you busy. They are all things that support your wellness and strengthen your ability to have a positive outlook, which has been shown to strengthen immunity. Now, of course, eating well and incorporating lots of fresh food into your body strengthen your immunity. Keeping your body moving is one of the most amazing therapies for overall health and a huge immunity immunity booster. So keep your space uncluttered, your cupboards clean, and your body active. And the first tip about eliminating distractions, that just helps you to get these other three tips to be more top of mind and more easy to focus on. Okay, so now let's talk about some actual science behind our immune system and what happens to it when we go through cancer treatment, how long it takes for us to recover, and how long you should consider yourself 
to be on the immune compromised list. So let me just start this off and I'm going to say it a couple of times. I am not a doctor. I am sharing with you information that I have researched and found in studies. So if you have specific questions about your immune system, please check with your doctor. Okay. So obviously there's not a lot of studies about how having cancer itself affects your immune system prior to getting treatment. Because A, you either don't know you have it, or B, you just found it and it would be inhumane and horrible to take the time to study you rather than to treat you. However, the American Cancer Society does have a page on their website that talks about how cancer itself can affect your immunity. This happens with certain cancers that impact bone marrow or cause cells in your immune system to act out against your body. They also say that large tumors can harm other tissues or decrease blood flow, which can also impact your immunity. So those are some ways in which cancer itself can be immunocompromising. But let's take a look how cancer treatments affect immunity and how long the immune system may need for full recovery. We'll start off with surgery because just about all of us have been through that. According to breastcancer.org, surgery definitely does impact your immune system. Going under anesthesia and having your body cut into are both very stressful events. And we know that stress is immunosuppressant. And again, that is why we're always being told to practice stress reduction techniques. The higher your stress level is, the lower your immune system is. Also, because of surgery, you get a lot of inflammation after going through surgery. And inflammation is a necessary part of the healing process, but it is also very taxing on the immune system. It's hard on your body. And as for how long it takes for your immune system to recover after surgery, there's not a lot of concrete information on this point. The recovery and the response times really depend on the individual. And it has a very broad range of recovery that can go from a few weeks to several months. Now, I did come across some articles while I was looking into this that were talking about blood tests that are being developed to identify specific markers because they're finding that if a patient has specific proteins or markers in their blood within a couple of hours after surgery, those can be indicators of good or poorer outcomes over the long term for these patients. So surgeons, so this kind of stuff is still in the works, but at this point, it just says everybody is different. The science says we're all different and it's going to take whatever time it's going to take for full immune recovery. And generally, consider that to be several months on the average. This includes any surgeries, lumpectomies, mastectomies, reconstructive surgery, any procedure that includes general anesthesia and cutting into your body is going to have an impact on your immune system. And we'll talk shortly about ways to give that a boost. So if you had lymph nodes removed during surgery, I know this is a big concern and a big question. You are more susceptible to infections, but on that specific side of your body that you had the lymph nodes removed on. And you're susceptible to infections from whatever, scrapes and bug bites. And that's why they're always saying, you know, no, don't get your 
blood taken from that side. They tell you not to get pokes and sticks on the side where you've had lymph nodes removed because you're always through the rest of your life after having lymph nodes removed more susceptible to infections on that side of your body. And that includes in your skin, in your hand, even in the trunk on that side of your body. Okay. So important things to, to know. Now, of course, the number of lymph nodes removed will impact the severity of immunosuppression on that side of the body. Even if it was just one or two lymph nodes, it still changes the nature of the immunity on that side of the body. Fascinating stuff. Now, I am not a doctor, but as far as I can find in studies, the removal of the lymph nodes would not weaken your immunity in response to something you inhaled, like a virus. However, if you're concerned about that, definitely ask a qualified medical professional. Okay, so what about radiation? Radiation is obviously another stressor, right? It is not easy to go through. So refer to the stress on that one and how stress impacts our immunity. The important thing to remember about your immune system is that the majority of your white blood cells, which protect you from viruses and bacteria, are made in your bones. Now, some specialized white blood cells are made in the spleen and in your lymph nodes. But for the most part, your bones are the place where your blood is made. So according to breastcancer.org and the American Cancer Society, the changes in skin due to radiation that might create cracks or burns make you more susceptible to infection. But unless the radiation is directed at your bones and especially your large blood producing bones, like in the pelvic area, um, your immune system should recover relatively quickly over a week or two. Again, I told you I'm going to remind you about this a lot because this is serious stuff. I am not a doctor. So you could have other situations and medications going on that may impact your white blood cell production. So this is just the basic information on the studies that are out there. Always check with your doctor if you are concerned about yourself. Now, of course, we all know that chemotherapy has a big impact on our immune system. And that impact is so big and so complex that I'm not going to go into how chemotherapy undermines our immune system. That's a whole nother show. But I am going to concentrate on what the studies say about how our immune system recovers from chemotherapy because that's the really important part right now. If you're in chemotherapy right now, then you don't need to know how it's working. Just know that you are at high risk, right? You are immunosuppressed. There's just no, no question about it. Stay home, stay safe, stay protected. So uh, this is actually pretty interesting because according to Sloan Kettering, breastcancer.org, the Mayo Clinic, and several other resources that I looked at, your immune system, once your chemotherapy finishes, should bounce back in about a month. But a study published in 2016 by Biomed Central, a science, technology, and medicine publisher, found that early-stage breast cancer survivors who received certain chemotherapy agents found that these women's immune systems had not returned to the normal level of functioning nine months after their treatment had ended. Now, the study couldn't confirm that these women were necessarily at a higher risk for illness or infection because their white blood cell counts were actually within the normal range. 
They just weren't back to what they had been prior to chemotherapy. So interesting, because remember, we're always talking about everybody is different. And with me, I know my body and my immune system was one way, and now it is a different way. So it's interesting to look at these studies and see that the impact could be anywhere from a month to nine months and maybe even longer. More information is definitely needed and more studies are needed in this area. Okay, now you know I love science. I do. I love biology. I love science. And I also, though, love intuition and self-awareness. So you've heard the science, but I encourage you to know that it is so important for you to turn inward. Check in with yourself and notice how you feel. So I just told you my immune system is totally different since going through cancer treatment. So for example, I I get sick quite often. I have to say, I have to be very careful to stay in balance and to stay away from sick people. Not just because I notice how easily I get sick, but when I catch something, it has a tendency to hit me very hard and very fast. And I don't like to dwell on that. I don't, you know, make choices in my life around isolating myself from other people, except right now, because I don't want to create a limiting belief about myself, but I'm very aware of it. And therefore I practice caution around it. You are the expert on you. Never forget that. So if you hear these things and you think, Lord, that does not resonate with me. That is not how I feel then that's what you go with, girl. You go with your gut. You go with how you feel. And you seek out the proper medical support and care for how you believe your body is responding. That's the most important thing, okay? Unless you were actually one of the women in one of these actual studies, then it's really just, I don't know, a guideline, you know, it's a guideline to go with. It's like, hey, generally this is what we see. But for instance, in that study that said these women still had uh, lower levels of white blood cells after nine months, there were only 88 women in that study. So there's a lot more than 88 women in this world. And I don't know that I would want my future or the foundation for my health and my wellness based on the results of an 88 person sampling, right? So it's interesting to know that they've seen this information, but there need to be much larger studies. And as we continue to live longer and longer after breast cancer, I believe we will start to see so many more follow-up studies because this just didn't happen. You know, we just didn't live as long as we did. We just didn't thrive as long as we did before. So it's wonderful news that we are now, but because we're thriving now, we're seeing how long the aftermath of treatment can be and what its impact is. So I believe we'll get more and more valid information and more and more valuable information as time goes on. Okay, so let's wrap this up with some simple things you can do to boost your immune system. Now, I know that you all know you have to wash your hands, right? I mean, come on, how many more memes can I see about washing your hands? Follow the 20-second rule, wash your hands, okay? We've known this since we were children. Why, why is this a thing? I don't even know. All right, get the right amount of sleep. It's critical to supporting a strong immune system. And your circadian rhythms are a very 
We've talked about this before, your sleep-wake cycle, what your body is going through as far as uh, restoring tissue and cleansing the body is very much tied to your circadian rhythm. So even though you may feel like you're on summer vacation, try to stick to a good sleep routine. Practice good sleep hygiene. Don't roll out of bed in your yoga pants. Spend the day on the couch or roll back into bed in your yoga pants, okay? Get up, get moving, get clean, be intentional about the day and be intentional about your sleep routine. Follow that routine, washing your face, brushing your teeth, putting your hair up, whatever it is, and getting into pajamas or out of everything and into bed, whatever it is that floats your boat. But be intentional about it. It's so important for us to have these little um, kind of barriers, these blocks, these triggers that this is one part of the day, this is another part of the day. That's really important for our minds. It helps us to recognize, for instance, work stops here, home life stops here. You know, that way everything doesn't get thrown together in this big mix of crazy stressful crap. We get to leave behind the things that we're done with. We get to move on to the next thing. So when it's time for bed, we're leaving the day behind and we're moving on to a time to relax. We're moving on to a time to just chill out, to cleanse our bodies of everything that has been put into it through the day, allow our bodies to repair and restore as we rest and wake up to face a new day. So be really intentional about that. Now here's a couple of great herbs that you can incorporate as well. There is an ancient and powerful Ayurvedic immune booster, and I've talked about it on a previous podcast called Chavan Prash. Now, it's a really weird word. I know Ayurveda is filled with weird words, but they're wonderful at the same time. And we'll put the links to Chavan Prash in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at lauralumber.com forward slash 81. So Chavan Prash is an excellent addition to your nutrition plan now. Not just because of COVID-19, but because it's cold and flu season. And because most of us don't get all the nutrients we need from our diets anyway. Chavanprash can be used as a jam or melted into a tea. It's yummy and it's packed with vitamin C and other adaptogens or other adaptogens are restorative herbs. So Try to incorporate some Chavanprash into your life. This is something new. Again, how exciting. Okay, you're stuck at home. Try something new. Check it out. See how it makes you feel. You have time to pay attention to this new product and how it, your body responds to it. So check it out. I think it might be something that you really like on a regular, ongoing basis. Get some sunshine every day, as long as there's sunshine where you live. I saw people posting very snowy scenes today. And uh, so hopefully there's sunshine where you live and you can get out and get some vitamin D. So keep your vitamin D levels nice and high because getting out in the sun is not only good for increasing and synthesizing vitamin D, which is great for our overall health and our immunity, but it's a stress reducer. And we've already discussed a couple of times how important reducing stress is to keeping our immune system strong. Okay. Another fabulous herb that you can incorporate into your life is called Gaduchi. The scientific name for Gaduchi is Tinospora cordifolia, because that makes it so much easier to understand, right? Again, we'll post a link in the show notes. In Ayurveda, Gaduchi is called Amrit, or the divine nectar. 
It's used to support immunity, manage blood sugar, cholesterol, all kinds of other things. And it's actually one of the ingredients in Chivan Prash. So please do note that Gaduchi can interact with some pharmaceutical drugs. So always check with your doctor before you take any new kind of herbal supplement, especially if you are taking other medications. Finally, I just want to encourage you one more time to find joy in each and every day. Set an intention to look for the things in your life that make you smile and bring you joy. Happiness is truly healing. It's immune boosting and it makes tough times a little bit easier. I'm not asking you to be in denial, but we can manage everything and still look for the good. Recognize the good so that we incorporate the positive. Remember, we are all in this together and I truly believe we are going to come out of this more conscious of ways that we can support each other. I mean that. We're all here together, you guys. We're going through this as a human experience. That's pretty wild. So until next week, be good to yourself, check on your neighbors, and come over and join us on Facebook at the Breast Cancer Recovery Group. Because if you want support, if you want communication, if you want to reach out, we can give it to you there. So come to the Breast Cancer Recovery Group on Facebook. It's easy to find. Find my page, Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Ask your questions. Um, Put your ideas out there. Ask for your support, whatever you need. We're all in this together. So let's do this together. All right. All right, then. Be good to yourself. Check on each other. Take care of each other. Share your toilet paper. And I'm going to talk to you again next week. And who knows what is going to be happening next week, right? It's kind of exciting to wonder about it. All right. Be good to yourself. I'll talk to you soon. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full and wanting more Your future's at the door Give it all you got No hesitating You've been This is your moment.